Co-host Dr. Angel Falzone. You always tell me to emphasize the doctor part, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you got it right tonight. I got it, Thanks. Dr. Angel Falzone, PhD, licensed mental health counselor. I think they know I just tease you, right? Yes, I hope so. You hope so. Or? After almost six years of this, I think. It, yeah, it's been quite a while. You were a lot younger back then. I was. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, here we are, and uh, yeah, we started this in 2014. So our website is goyard2014.org. It's an O-R-G. Um, and tonight we're going to have a very important show. Um, if any regular listeners realized, last week we were uh, repeating one of our favorites, that one that, and that was Red Flag Blindness. Very important. So if you missed last week or the week before, go back and catch those. But this is an all-new show. We are live in the studio. We usually are. And so just feel free during this show to call in at 727-441-3000. Why would they want to call in, Dr. Oh, Angel? they can call in and share a comment, ask a question, or just participate in the show. Yes. Give a comment or something that's happened or how this applies to them and how mm-hmm. it's... So this week we've talked a lot about okay what are we doing with our show is always about trying to stay relevant isn't it yes it is do you want to explain that sure we try to you know some people may not know what stay relevant we try to pick topics that you know will impact people today and what people are going through today right and so as we talked a couple days ago we realized that not only has the corona um virus gone COVID-19 has gone crazy and exploded and is worse than it was a few months ago when we did the series the 13 12 13 part series on coping with the COVID calamity which so that is here on podcast you can go to tantalknetwork.com go back uh probably we started it in April I'm guessing so look for those podcasts We started in March? Yes, we did. End of March. Okay. I think you're right about that. And so go look for those podcasts, and they'll be right there, and you can listen to those and all those coping with the COVID calamity. Um, so now tonight we're talking about essential attitude adjustments. Yes. We all know you need an attitude Always. adjustment. Always. Right? Tommy, no, because Tommy's like, he's just great. He doesn't ever need an attitude adjustment. Yeah. But uh, he always has such a great attitude. I know he does. He's such a cutie. But you you agree, <laughs> don't you? He, yes, he's blushing. You agree, right, Tommy? You are so easy to get along with, and oh, I try to be. Yes, right. Yes, I, he is. Okay, so uh, attitude adjustments as dealing with COVID nineteen. Yes. And so, right off this show, we want you to know that you can call in seven two seven four four one three thousand if you have a comment. Uh, or a question that you'd like to ask during the show, that's fine. If you listen to it later, you can't do that. But during the show live, you can. Um, And we want to acknowledge that we understand that this thing has not gone away. It has not. In fact, it is stronger now than I think it even was a few months ago. And, you know, and living here in Florida, we've become like a new epicenter. We are the epicenter. Not necessarily right here in Tampa Bay, but we, there's still, Florida's full. Florida as a state is definitely, um, yeah, has experienced a huge increase in cases and, and numbers and a lot of right. lifestyle changes happening again. And um, it's leaving a lot of people really overwhelmed and frustrated and angry and depressed and worn out. And those are things we want to address tonight. Okay, so that's the reason this is entitled Essential Attitude Adjustments is that if we don't make any attitude adjustments, we're all going to kind of get down in the 
a little pit of depression, despair, discouragement, you know, that old song on Hee Haw, whatever it was, a long time ago. I mean, we're going to get there if we aren't already. And some of our listeners may be feeling those feelings right now. And along with that, you mentioned the word anger a minute ago. Oh, absolutely. There is a lot of anger. Um, It's becoming more explosive anger. Mm -hmm. And I think there's just so much that people are angry about. They're angry about the lack of control. They're they're fearful, which fear can definitely trigger that sure. anger when we're not sure. They've we have sat in this like doom and gloom and all these changes and and have believed it was going to be very very temporary. Yes. And it's been since March. And so here we're in mid-July and I remember back in mid-March when they were saying, we need to shut down for a couple weeks, you know. And then I remember hearing people on the news say, well, you know, this could still be around in June. And I was thinking, are you kidding me? No, no, no. This is going to, we're going to get this taken care of. And it's not been taken care of. No, not at all. And then there's been such a mixed message coming across because there were messages oh you know churches will be able to have easter sunday in in their church and like there's still so many like churches not even not even open anymore yeah what we found is like what we thought was going to be very temporary we all kind of did our best to kind of buckle up and get through is now becoming a way of life yeah i mean what in april it was they were saying you know a couple more weeks everything's going to be fine all those kinds of things have been said and and we don't want to get into the politics of it uh, but but really, there have been a lot of mixed messages. A lot of mixed messages, and and, and not to, not getting into politics, but the politics of it is one of the things that have stirred the anger. Pot. It, it is, yes, it, either side of it, and either so, side, and people have an opinion, and I'm not going to wear a mask, and I don't know why nobody's telling me that, you know, and which is really kind of. You know that you mentioned that like one of the things I was talking about today with someone else is like there seems to be this the divide of the sides is like more extreme now like it's become like I'm going to wear a mask and take every precaution possible or I am totally not participating in this and I don't understand why you know I'm not going to do it and we're revolting and like there's real extreme there are extremes and there's also this whole attitude of anger no matter what your position is oh yes no matter where you are (laughs) there's anger fueling it and so that's what we're seeing so much anger you know and anger leads into depression oh yeah so and there's so many anecdotal uh stories you know of People telling somebody, you need to have a mask on, and then a fight erupts, and maybe not a fist fight, but a verbal fight. And that, that's been, happened in our area. I know I've heard some stories oh, like yes. that. Oh, yes. I've heard grocery. many. I've heard many, right. many yeah. of those stories. So, I, I mean, I guess we're all entitled to our opinion, are we not, Dr. Of Angel? course we are. But we also live in a society that we must really strive to live in uh, unity and do things for the greater good. Sure, absolutely. Right? Okay. It's not all about just me. Right. Yeah, even if you only live in a little tiny rural area, you still have neighbors, you still have people that you have to interact with in your little small town sure. or whatever the case may be. So um, that has forced people to take sides, I think, because there needs to be a central message. And the really, I don't know how much of a central message there's been. So now we have states taking control and saying, okay, I just heard a couple today that said, okay, mask required everywhere in public. A couple more states adding on to that. And not just states are taking control. Some Sometimes cities. it's very local government, cities, absolutely. And we understand that. And it's not a matter of getting mad at your mayor or your governor or whatever. It's a matter of what can we all do together as a unit to put this down get and and you know get to back to living what we consider living normally sure and here here's the thing when we have anger there has to be an enemy or an object oh, of that good anger point. Yeah. right and so that's really what's been happening is sure everyone people are looking for that enemy to their anger and now it's becoming other people right Yeah. And if other people don't agree with your politics or your stand on a mask or whatever, then you have somebody to be mad at. Sure. And and so it's like this huge. You can become a hater. Right. So they're they're this horrible, awful person and they want everybody to die or they could care less about, you know, our financial state or whatever it is. But it's like 
they just put them in this like slippery slope of doom and gloom if you don't completely agree with my perspective. And the thing is that politics as it is in an election year just makes this worse. Oh, yes. Right? It's very fueling and very divisive. It is. So we want to step away from that whole thing. We want to acknowledge that all this is going on. Yes. Okay? At the top of the show, we want to acknowledge that. But we also want to talk about our individual uh, responsibility for our own attitudes and behavior. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. isn't that what Goyard's all about? It is exactly what Goyard's all about. Can you explain the connection? Sure. You know, and I think what's happened is that it's been too much too long, and we don't see a light in the end of the tunnel, sure. which is exhaustive. Oh, and it is. Very exhaustive. We and lose so, our hope. Yeah, the hope is going, and it's, yeah. it's dimming out um, very quickly for some people. And so we want to put that blame and that responsibility on all the forces outside of us, right. of what's happening instead of taking our responsibility for our feelings, our attitudes, what we're, how we're responding to things. Exactly, because a lot of times I think people do things, react out of rebellion to what they're being told they have to do. For instance, sure. in through this whole thing, a lot of leaders have said you need to stay home as much as possible, or you need and you need to not congregate in a little tiny bar and etc. Right? But there, are, there's an element in our society and probably every society of rebellion of like you're not going to tell me what to do. Well, and I think that's also fueled by fear. Because, and that is fueled by right, fear because if I let these people tell me what to do, then what else will they tell me what to do, and right. will I lose all of my rights? So like. That we've kind of put all or none in this. Yeah, we're on that extreme level right now. Yeah, that's 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 right. Yeah, and it's this is this COVID calamity, COVID situation is not a discussion about guns, but a lot of people have taken it there. They have right because of fear. Because of fear, right? So fear has been rebellion has been a big problem. Fear is a major problem in our country. In this sure. country, the worst hit around the globe with yes. most cases um, and the th- fear of death right I mean so. seriously when you're especially if you're in a high-risk group and there are a lot of people that have illnesses right. have so situations fear of the disease fear of the disease fear of the financial right fear of losing all our rights fear of like there's so much fear and that's fueling all this anger that we're seeing and fear of death right there right too fear and somebody you know you see somebody that's a young person that passes away there's a broadway broadway star I saw last night oh, wow. that he died, and he was only 41 with a wife and a little baby and from the COVID. Uh, so, I mean, it's not something that, oh, it's just happening to the 90-year-olds. It's not right. like that at all. So reality is beginning to set in on a few issues. One, we're not done yet. Correct. Okay? And that's frustrating. Yes. Right? It brings fear, but it also brings frustration. Yes, it right? does. Doesn't it? Discuss that, will you? Well, you know. What's wrong with frustration anyway? (laughs) Because nothing in our life works in that way that we're used to and accustomed to having it work. Like everyday tasks are more challenging. Um, And so that's very frustrating. It's it's frustrating to have to call and make an appointment to go to your bank instead of, hey, I'm running errands. Let me stop in the bank real quick. Or it's frustrating to have to actually walk all the way up an aisle and down an aisle to get something that you could have walked five feet for. Right. You know, it's frustrating. And, you know, we can give we can deal with frustrations easier when we feel like they're very short lived. But now it's new life for where we at. And people are talking a year, two years. We don't know. We don't know. Now people are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't you think that's a big part of the frustration, too? Because now it has become apparent that this isn't going to be over by fall. This isn't going to be over by a week from tomorrow. It's we're in it for the long haul, whatever that means. Whatever that means. And there's been so many dates that have come and gone that were supposed to be, oh, we're going to lift this at this time or we're going to do this at this time. And I think a lot of people were really banking on this normalcy coming back, especially by now, now at the end of summer. And as we're kind of starting to merge into the school years, getting ready to start. And And now all those questions, you know, problems. So that's a whole nother thing. As I was thinking about these 
attitude adjustments, and the word essential is in our title today. Why is the word essential attitude adjustments? Well, because it is, it's essential to our mental health, to our emotional health, to our relational health, that we work on having those healthy attitudes. Okay. Now, we said earlier, but I want to bring this back. You're a PhD, a licensed mental health counselor. You're dealing with things every single day. Your practice is booming. Yes. I am a pastor, have been for... 40 years, and you don't add that up. And um, and so I hear it all the time, too. We both do in our other professions, right? Um, and even in real estate that I do, I, st- I hear a lot of people having a hard time. Well, I don't think I'll sell my house now. Maybe later. This is not a good time. On and on and on, right? So our lives, our professional lives, we're hearing a lot of discontent and a lot of fear. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So with all that said... Um, as you and I began to discuss this week, what is you're hearing a lot of and what am I hearing a lot of? And that's how come we came up with this title, right? Right. Essential attitude adjustments. Go back with that. So what I'm hearing a lot of is I'm hearing a lot of despair. Okay. I'm hearing a lot of loneliness. Oh, okay. Um, you know, supports are they're just not there. Things that groups that were really important to people, things that they once did together with people. Um if there's a lot of loneliness. I mean, right. I think I heard today of somebody doing a, a drive-by baby shower. Like, they can't, like, those are normal, wow. great milestones wow. that we celebrate a brand new baby coming in. Now, we can't even have those gatherings. Well, that and hospitals, if you're having a baby, you can't really, I've got another grandbaby coming in November. I hope things are to the point that that's not the way that is, but you don't know how it's going to be. Exactly. We may not be able to go in the hospital to see the baby. You know, it's funny because I was just talking to um, a, a new dad-to-be, and, and his wife is pregnant, and he's like, there was only a three-day window they let a dad come in to see the ultrasound, and I was so blessed to be in that one three-day window to, wow. to get to see my baby. But, like, yeah. how many dads are not getting that opportunity? Well, the dad of my granddaughter could not, yeah, right. just a few weeks back. And so, they had to sit in the car and watch it on FaceTime, watch the ultrasound and find out that they were having a boy that wow. way, you know. But, but right, and so that there's that loneliness really kicking in. Um, and I think I'm seeing a lot of people, their anxiety is so yeah, high. I agree. Um, I'm seeing a lot of children who are becoming agoraphobic, meaning they're afraid to leave their house. Yeah, exactly. I am seeing a lot of military individuals having their post-traumatic stress disorder triggered from the masks. Oh. Because they've served many tours overseas and masks remind them of battle. Wow. I never thought of that. It's hard for them to go to the grocery store. Wow. Guys, get a piece of paper and a pen if you're at home and can write some things down. And we want to remind you that we will take calls if you want to call in and comment or ask a question. 727-441-3000. Because we're going to, we're going to give you three C's that are very important here as we discuss essential attitude adjustments. And the first of those tonight, uh, and I'll tell you where these come from. These come from uh, Al-Anon. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's where I first learned them. I went to Al-Anon because of a couple people in my life, family members that had drug addiction issues. And so several years ago, I went to Al-Anon and found a lot of help there in the program. And um, so I would recommend that to people if you have that situation. But it also applies here because these things are things we need to be reminded. All three of these words begin with the word with the letter C. And the first one I want to ask you about is we didn't cause it. And why is that important? Well, that helps us because it helps us to get perspective on really what's going on. I think when we believe we caused something, we believe we can do something to fix it. Oh. Okay, or we feel guilty, or right? we feel guilty, or we feel like we're, we we can fix it. Like we really feel like if I feel like I've caused something, that must mean I can do something that makes to this undo better. it. Right. right? Okay. Now let's keep in mind these three C's are things that as we get these down on the inside of us, it helps us cope and make some attitude adjustments. Yes. Right. Yes. So how would the fact this number one the first C, we didn't cause it. How can that help you have an adjustment in your attitude? Well, it helps to kind of set us free of knowing I can't fix this. No mm-hmm. matter how much I'm fighting, how much I'm 
protesting or whatever it is I need to do on social media, like I can't, it's not a fight that I can fix right. on my own. Like that's, right. we are, when we're talking about COVID, we are talking about an invisible enemy. We are. That is so hard for our minds and emotions to kind of wrap around. It's even harder than what happened on 9-11. Yes. Because on 9-11, you saw the planes. I did. I remember that I in too. my real estate office that morning, seeing the planes go into the, the, you know, the Twin Towers and also seeing the devastation as they came down and all that, watching with horror, watching it. And even though it took several hours for it to unfold, it was over after that. Right. And we had then an we identifiable had to, yeah. enemy. We did. We had an identifiable enemy. And there was a concrete thing. It was something we could put a plane of attack together and, right. and work towards. This is an invisible enemy. And, in the, and not only is it invisible, but this enemy can live in anybody around us. So let's go back to your point. Okay, so point one is we didn't cause it. But here's the, the other part of that. We have to start realizing that our... Human makeup wants to blame someone for all that's that's happened here in our lives. That's thunder. Yes, it is. I hear it. <laughs> that's cool. Um, that's our human nature, right? We yes. want someone to blame. And a lot of times we take it on ourselves. Okay, I caused this, right? But number one here, this first C is you didn't cause it. Nobody caused it. No. This has been a virus that's, I mean, for years, I think the the CDC and other people like that realized that pandemics were coming down the pike. Sure. Right, they're coming. It's like Ebola, like sure. some of the others. There, yeah, always a potential to happen. Right. So, but why is it our human nature wants someone or something to blame? You know, I think because when I can have something concrete to blame, that gives me something I can be angry at. I can right. give that thing the responsibility of all the troubles I'm having from going through this. Like, it, And then maybe it makes me feel empowered like I can do something about it in some way. And it also, especially when it's this situation, you have Republican and Democrat, let's say, different approaches mm -hmm. you also have governors that are maybe one th one way and doing things and they're of a different party than maybe you are and so then our anger can be directed at that governor that we don't like because they're a Republican or they're a Democrat or whatever. Right. And then we can just group a whole group of people in right. that same category. Now they're all the enemy. They're all the enemy. Okay. So human nature looks for someone to blame. If yes, you're taking do. notes, write that down. Okay. Because this is this knowledge of that is going to help you get free from your attitudes and adjust and, and make the adjustments and that we need to make. Adjustments, absolutely. Right? So how would you make an adjustment to yeah, we tend to want to look for somebody to blame, but we didn't cause it. Nobody did. And, and learning to acknowledge that we have this invisible enemy. It is not just something that's happening to us right here, right now. It is happening everywhere. Yeah. Different degrees, but it's happening everywhere. And it's not any one person, party, entity. Like, it's not their fault. Like, they didn't cause it. Right. And so we have to step back from trying to blame. Okay. And, and so that is an essential attitude adjustment number one. Okay. And that is to realize that, you know, you cannot blame someone else. Okay. You just can't. You just, but when, because when you do, it's just going to hurt you. That's what I point, hurt, right? Right. Because it fuels the anger. Yeah. And then anything that happens that like kind of, makes us feel like, oh, yep, see, I was right. Like, it just keeps stirring that anger. You know, I was talking to somebody today, and they were talk, uh, retelling me a story about someone that had angered them, and all that anger came to the surface. So every time we start seeing something, it brings all that anger up. So we're living in this anger state. And I think this anger thing is, is really bad. I mean, we see it in on the roads, or we see it in the groceries, or we see it in on Facebook. We see people's anger fueled. And this is an attitude we cannot afford to have because it's not good for you physically or mentally. No. Or spiritually or emotionally or anyway, any other way. We, right. Anger is not... It's not good for you. Not good for us in the long term, especially, you know, and so we are now in this constant anger state 
and we're very short um short fuse thank you short fuse and people are extremely short fused right now and there's so many people like i i have interactions with and i'm like oh my gosh like if we can't get that attitude adjusted like they're going to blow and what will that look like? Well, on July 4th, I was at the home of my son, and there was a bunch of people there. They had a big party for July 4th. But they were all social distancing and being very careful, too, at the same time. But the, the, my son and his father-in-law were down clear about down by the road, a long way away, really, from where all of us were social distance up on the driveway. And it was interesting because they bought a whole lot of fireworks, right? But last year, they had had one that took off and went sideways into the people. Oh, wow. So that's why they moved everybody back, right? Okay. So as it's interesting. You think about a firework, right? And some of them, they just, you know, you light them and it's beautiful. And, it's, and others are just duds and whatever. But the result of lighting that fire is going to produce something. Yes. Right? Yes. And some of them were beautiful that night. And some of them were like, people were, some of us were going, ah, yeah, that's, that wasn't nothing. Just fizzled out. Right? Right. But, but take that metaphor. No, and I love it because, you know, similar thing happened too. And I, um, my son sat and he detangled 400 firecrackers that were meant to light off all it together. Because oh, he wanted to light them off individually. But what he found was some had longer fuses so yes. that he could throw it and let it go off in the air. And some popped in his hand. And I'm like, right. Because the fuses were so short. And you're right. And some pops were bigger, some were smaller. And Great that's metaphor. Where we are. And we don't always know what's being stirred inside of us and what exactly what's going to happen when our fuse goes and we got to go to break but we got to be careful with this anger issue and yes. we're coming right back and we got a great song for you tonight Falzoni specializes in a variety of therapeutic areas including trauma, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, stress management, self-esteem, interpersonal relationships, ADHD, behavioral addictions, as well as spirituality issues. A Florida native, she holds multiple degrees including a bachelor's in education and philosophy, a master's of arts in professional counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a PhD in psychology. Dr. Angel is also a Florida licensed mental health counselor. She has worked with youth and adolescents for 14 plus years and has worked extensively in women's mental health for the past six years. She has worked in agencies providing mental health services to family and youth at high risk. Dr. Angel is an accomplished psychotherapist who works with children, 
teens, adults, couples, and families. Dr. Angel has advanced training and experience in working with LGBTQ-specific individuals and issues. Dr. Angel can help you. Just call for an appointment at 727-501-6557 or online at drangelsdevelopment.com. Dr. Angel Falzoni, support for individuals, couples, and families. 727-501-6557. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. song i haven't heard that for a while a lot of times we use that on our sunday show from time to time but i yeah i've missed hearing it that's a great song you know, it's so encouraging wow. and uplifting it is and that's where that's what hit me with that song was like we can be better than we are right we can now. we can and you know we this is not a spiritual show our sunday show at three o'clock on the on this t- radio station for two hours every sunday is a spiritual show but you know we we need god in all this that's going on you know we need to realize that uh you know we can't do this alone this is too hard i mean you're right there's a it's overwhelming. Well, and I want to go back to the what I was talking about earlier about a couple of family members with addictions, in particular one very close to me. And I, I for years I tried to fix this person. You know, I did everything I thought I could do, mm-hmm. even including even chasing her around the globe different times. Uh, that's those are other stories in one of my books. Uh, but um, I had to come to the point of understanding these three C's. Yes. And I believe, because as I was praying today about the show, I felt like these three C's apply to this COVID situation. The first one, if you're just turning in, is we can't cause it. We didn't cause it. We didn't cause it. Okay. And the second one we want to talk about is we can't control it. No, we cannot. So write that down. We didn't cause it. We can't control it. This applies to somebody in your life with addiction or whatever the case may be. Uh, but it also applies to this COVID calamity, doctor. Absolutely. We cannot control it. Like, we need to get that in us. No amount of anger, hate, fighting, fear, none of that is or going Or Facebook posts are, that are politically blah, blah, blah. No, we've got to stop this. We can't control other people's feelings about it either. No, we cannot. We are only responsible for us. Right. Is that correct? And so I'm going to go. I'm responsible for your behavior. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I mean, we're not responsible. You'd be in trouble if that was the case. That's true, no. Um, but we're not responsible for each other. We're not responsible for anybody else, even if it's a spouse or a child, right. grandchild. In my case, we're not responsible. We are not. And so here, we can't here's control the thing. them. All feelings are okay. Oh, I we like are that. Absolutely free to feel how ever we are feeling in the moment about what's going on it's okay to feel the anger it's okay to it feel is. but here's what's not okay it's not okay to act on all those feelings in an unhealthy or exactly um detrimental manner or so hurt all, someone as a result of exactly. your anger so right. not all behaviors from our feelings are acceptable and so we got to learn that difference boy that's that well i want you to say all that again can you remember what you said yes i can because i teach this constantly you teach in therapy, this, so. this all the time and by the way i want to put a plug in we tommy just created a beautiful commercial for you and we love it and thank you tommy um 727-501-6557 is your phone number or drangelsdevelopment.com and you uh are taking appointments you're very very full but you can usually get people in yes, within a couple days yeah, I can get them in the same week. Yeah, you can. So there's ways that you can do that. But you can. Even telehealth. Which yes, telehealth, in person. In ways. person, either way. Uh, you're located right here in Clearwater, 2058 Weaver Park Drive. So just put that in your hat. If you need somebody to talk to that's licensed.
Winston knows all this. Back to your point. Do you remember what the point was? I sure do. That was a You're test. To trick me. Yes, I was trying to trick. I you. have to stay sharp on Thursday nights. Boy, you do. She always she? tests me here. I do. Um, no, all feelings are okay. It is okay to feel what you're feeling. Yeah. I have heard so many times, especially in family counseling or people when with their kids or their loved ones saying, "Oh, it's not okay to be angry," or "It's not okay." No, it's it's okay. We have stuff to have feelings about right now. Right. Not all behaviors from our feelings are okay so that's where you have to draw the line that's the line that's the boundary because if your behaviors are going to hurt other people even the people you live with true because you go put your you know get in bed with all your clothes on and put the head the the covers over your head and don't come out for two days that's going to hurt everybody else in the house that's relying on you to fix a meal (laughs) for instance very true and you say that and it was kind of half joking but i can't tell you the number of people that are living that right now you hear that in counseling, I hear don't that you? all the time. And I've heard it myself. And people that are so depressed mm-hmm. that they would rather just go to bed and they spend hours and hours and hours in bed. Or then they, they spend hours and hours and hours on Facebook, which isn't good either. I mean, Facebook has its place. We use it. We, sure, you know, absolutely. But it's not okay to live your life through that. You know, it's funny because I was just talking to someone today. You know, anytime something in our life becomes out of balance... Right. That's like the checks and balance right there. Oh, like, that's good. You know, balance. It doesn't matter what we're doing. If it is out of balance, it is a problem. Okay. So if you are exhibiting your feelings in such a way that you are hurting yourself and others around you, plus destroying your peace and everybody around you, uh, plus making people feel sorry for you or whatever the case may be, that's sure. not okay. That is not okay. It is not okay. So essential attitude adjustments, those three words, go back there. So I am going to go back there. So we cannot control this virus. We cannot control what's going on around us with this virus. But we can control how we respond. Yes, we can. Completely. That's in our control. And I think what's happening is we've, we're kind of getting it a little backwards. We want to control the virus, and then we're out of control. Right. We got to flip that script. And so the second C, the first one, if you're just joining, is is we didn't cause it, right? You mm-hmm. didn't cause this whole thing. And the second one is you really can't control it. No. As much as you want, here's how you can control it. Wear a mask when you leave your house. Right. We control how we respond. Right? Yes. Okay. Wear a mask. Okay. Uh, Do your best to uh, meet friends outdoors. I mean, I've eaten outdoors at restaurants with friends. Um, I don't I don't worry about that. I be sure and use sanitizer. Uh, but I mean, Wash I take hands, off my mask right? in order to eat because it's mm-hmm. hard. Yeah, it's hard to put that fork, you know, up there. <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard. So I mean, but but I still go out to eat, mm-hmm. right? But try to be very careful about outside and that kind of thing. There's things that we can do to help mitigate the situation. Absolutely, and, and if we know we're a person that might be of higher risk, then we can have our groceries delivered. We can, sure. We can do things that help to reduce our risk. Absolutely. And if we're a person that maybe we don't have, we're not in a higher risk, we can still do things to help others as a whole feel safe when they're around us. And so that's yeah. wearing our masks. That's yes. doing those things that keep us feeling safe as a community. And that's very important. But back to the point of when we act out because we have lost our control, who's going to tell me to wear a mask? You know, Mm -hmm. that's wrong. Yes. Uh, Acting out and causing others to be hurt by your attitudes and behavior is wrong. Absolutely. Um, And we have got to put that back into check. So why we're short fused right now and we we think our control is in trying to control everybody around us with Mm -hmm. what they're doing or not doing. Right. And it's causing a lot of problems. It's causing a lot of additional stress. And we need to support each other. We've lost a lot of um, of those support things that we have in our life, like groups and church and, you know, activities and social gatherings that we can't do. We need to be kind when we're connecting. On any level with other people. And the great outdoors is a great place to hang out. It sure is. I was just in Indiana and uh, not only visiting all my grandkids, but or most of them, but um, just 
reuniting with a couple of friends and whoa, we just lost something. We just lost our I uh, think Facebook we lost our Facebook from the storm, I think. Okay. All right. Are you hearing us still? Is it still going? Just okay. keep going? Okay. Keep going. We All don't right. know what's going on there. But um just seeing just sitting on a porch, an open porch in the in the air was a way to you know meet Absolutely. people and so talk and to here, people so i'm going to tell you tell our listeners this too what you can control is you can control getting outside you can control even if you are the person that's a higher risk like get on your porch get in the sun go for a little walk you can still get out you're not in the prison of your house exactly. some people feel very imprisoned with their house because the fear is high um, and they are very concerned about contracting this disease and that's okay to feel that way and it's but you can still get outside and get exactly out yeah you can uh we've lost facebook for some reason but we're having a bad storm right here uh at the radio station Your youtube is still going youtube is right, still going good. so uh facebook can you put it on there or facebook audience uh oh, maybe. they're still here they're still hearing us they just can't they see can us see us Okay, let us know if you can Thank see you us. Thank you guys for letting us know. Okay, we're glad you can hear us. Uh, YouTube is working, so you can always go to youtube.com and then put in Tantalk Radio slash live. So you can do that also. Okay, so let's get back to this point of we can't control it because in so many domestic violence situations the first series we ever did in 2014 was on domestic violence because a football player had just beat up his wife right so this show always tries to be relevant and we started off this show in 2014 september with a series on domestic violence that's how we we started this show (laughs) and and that's a lot of times domestic issues are about control oh yes control is the heart of it and it sure is and so things can they get out of control when we're trying to get control of something we have no business being in control of exactly yeah and it just gets very difficult for people to which is exactly where we are right now i mean i had we can't control the video right now on facebook so what do you do you just learn to keep going you You just keep going it's funny you say that though like today i was hosting a business meeting and we had invited a new individual to the group to our little business group and i was the host of it and my presenter couldn't make the meeting because something came up in her business and she had to go take care of it and on the fly so now here i am starting the meeting with no feature presenter and i had to go with the fly but instead of getting frustrated or angry or blaming it was like let's take a deep breath and okay let's just introduce our new member and let's ask her questions about her business and get to know her and make everyone feel more comfortable and it was a great meeting great but see that's what we have to learn to do but see people that are um uh, all twisted in knots when they don't control things are not doing well at all during not COVID. Not doing well at all. Would you agree with that, Doctor? I will. Yes, I will agree with that. Okay, so for the person that's out there and listening going, that's me. <laughs> I want more control over my circumstances, over my grocery store trips, etc., etc. What do they do? What can they do? We need to take a deep breath, first of all. Take a deep breath. And we can control how we respond. Sure. We can control knowing the fact that we are living in an unprecedented time. Yes. We are living through a time that we we aren't emotionally, mentally equipped for. So we have to get really flexible, and it's going to be okay. Stay in this moment. And cut yourself some slack. Cut yourself a lot of slack. So, again, back to our title, Essential attitude adjustments we need to make some attitude adjustments so that we can handle this for the long haul whatever that long haul means whether it's three months or 10 months or Or two two years years, right because we don't have any idea the uncertainty people don't like uncertainty they like boundaries right they like i know this is going to happen a week from tomorrow Oh, yes. That's why we ride and die by our schedules, right? And they're all in our phones with reminders constantly. Right. And because we like that rigidity of everything working the way we think it should when it should work. Um, And and I think that that is a big part. In fact, I'm okay if we just stay on this point and we'll go on next week with this whole concept, okay? Because I think control is one of the biggest problems that people deal with. Not everybody. There are some people that are very submissive. Maybe that's not the right word. What's the opposite of control? 
I think submissive. Yeah. uh, But also uh, passive. Passive, but but I'm thinking more people who will just take it as it comes and deal with it. That's what I'm thinking well, about. What do you call that? You want me to? She's really trying my brain on a Thursday I'm night. And I, I can't give you a term that quick. So because you've been up since four, I, I have been yes. up very early and have run nonstop all day. But at the end of the line, that's what we need to be. We need to be flexible. We need that's to, it. It's flexibility. Yeah, right. We need to be flexible. We right. need to say. Okay, I'm going to start with this general outline for my day today and know that things could change. And it's okay. It's going to be okay. For people like me that have been in the real estate business for me 29 years, I have had so many people say through the years, I don't know how you stand that. How, it, what do you mean you don't know what tomorrow may bring? Well, I never know who's going to call and want to see a house or not see a house or want to go there and change the appointment or call in the morning. Can I see six houses this afternoon? I mean, that's how I've lived for 29 sure. years, right? Uh, doesn't make it easy. No. You've had but, a lot of practice preparing you for this, son. I have in a lot of ways, yes. And I think there are people like me who are more able to roll with the punches of uncertainty is what I'm trying to get at. Sure. You know, when we... That doesn't make me better than somebody else. That's just because my life's been different. But no, and it's when we let go of that concept of control. Yes. We have to let go of the fact, I am not in control of this virus. I am in control of how I respond to it. Things are going to change constantly. Yeah. Things are going to be more challenging. I mean, you know, we just took a road trip, too, over 4th of July, and just stopping at gas stations on the road <laughs> was so much more of a challenge. It was, than, yeah, it was. Or trying to get a meal on the road. The waits yeah. were, like, yeah. so long it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I just and drove through a couple points. So we did the same thing. I'm like, I'm like, get back in the truck. We'll just keep driving. We're not sitting here for an hour waiting to eat. We were so hungry by the time we really did get food because it was a challenge. But instead of, like, being all fresh, with it we sat and made games and played games with the truckers and you know counted license plate states and like we made the best of it that's that's right and we had such a good time doing that but see that's what you have to do if you're willing to come out of your wow the thunder if you're willing to come out of that whole mindset of control because I think, going back to the word anger earlier in the show, I think that when people are bad and they've been very controlling all their yes. life and they've been able to keep their life in a box in a certain way and control their spouses or control the people they've been with or on and on and on, when they come to a thing like this where they can't do that, there we go back to anger, frustration, hopelessness, depression, depression. Because it's not going the way we want it to go. This thing has a mind of its own, right? Yes. Virus. Yes. It's not doesn't care what state you're in, doesn't care what color you are, doesn't care how old you are, doesn't care how young you are, doesn't, doesn't care, care if you're rich you have. Right, yep. or if you're poor, right? So we are in a worldwide, we're in a situation where we cannot control this. We can mitigate as best as we can, but we're not able to flip a switch and control it. And that is hard for us to wrap our minds around. It's extremely hard. And so our emotions. And we are we're a society that we want that predictability and it's not here and it's not going to be. Not for a while. Or maybe ever. Who knows? We don't know. So, uh, wow, this time has gone so quickly. Uh, we're sorry, Facebook friends, that we lost the video feed. Hopefully, well, they said they can still see us. They can. So. S- you can see us. Okay, there you go. All right. Um, and so, I don't know if that's a call caller. Yes, yes, it is. Okay, okay. we'll have to do it very quickly because we're running out of time. Caller, who are you? Uh, this would be Betty. Hi, BT. Talk to us. Yeah, we're good. Well, you know you. Got- talking about control um, is that during this whole COVID thing, this whole quarantine thing, is that the controlling part of people has been rapid here. Um, I know in my area, um, family and so forth, it's gotten out of control. Right. And, you know, it's so wonderful to have a show like this that goes into detail about how you can cope with all of this and I you know you guys 
the show tonight has just been phenomenal. I didn't really want to call in because I didn't want to miss anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, you know, the one thing that we have to understand is that, like what you said, is that we have no control over this. Yeah. I have no control over that I have to wear a mask. Right. You know, every time I go out, um, and I'm I'm a pretty heavy person, and it, sometimes it's hard to breathe when it's hot. Yeah. So, you know, just have patience, and we just, you know, um, take take things into consideration be right. kind love one another exactly all of this yes we will make it through but you guys we will the show tonight was just phenomenal thank you betty and we appreciate you listening and there's so many we were looking here on the facebook feed there's so many people that are patients or friends of angels and just a lot of our other friends uh it's nice yeah. to see the response but I want you to wrap it up. Thank you, Betty. Uh, wrap it up, Dr. Angel. you got about a minute and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Put me Thanks, to the Betty. Thank you so much, Betty, and really appreciate it. And, you know, we have to remember with all that's going on, we did not cause this. We cannot control this. But we can control how we respond to this. That's right. We are free to feel however we are feeling in the moment about what's going on. We also have to control how we react and our behaviors to our feelings. That's right. We are not free to behave anyway just because we're feeling no, something. No, no. And, and, then, and then justify it by, well, you know. You know. Exactly. No, and we're, you know we're what? not. Oh, kindness goes a lot of way. People I'm glad need she kindness. said that word. Mental health is yeah. struggling right now so severely. I'm going to write that down for next week because you know what? That's exactly right because one of the antidotes to all this is kindness. It really is kindness. And you do not know. We have masks on. We can't really even smile anymore. I'm, I'm starting to learn how to smile with my eyes oh i know this this really cute like college age kid today as i was going in the grocery he had taken his mask off and i had just put mine on and he gave me this big grin and i could feel i was smiling at him i didn't know him but it was just he was just so cute and i thought he didn't even know i smiled at him yes and so i'm starting to learn to smile with my eyes but kindness (laughs) holding doors being patient you know stepping back you yeah don't, we don't have to yeah. police each other that's not right. our job that's not our role if you're not comfortable somewhere, i thought that leave. was your role no. to police everybody not that's mine. not that's not leave if you're not comfortable okay so wow all right we have covered a whole lot and obviously we're going on with part two of essential attitude adjustments in covid next thursday night tell some friends this tommy you'll have this up on podcast in a little while five minutes all right so you can go back and listen again you can forward it on facebook mm-hmm. please share it and um and uh, thank you for your support yeah thank you for your support we appreciate it so much and who are you anyway I'm dr angel i never know till never the end know. of the show right and i'm mama mac and this is goyard and we'll see you next week bye good night WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, FM 102.3, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.